kindly at the back, please. I am Professor Grunsplatter, and I'm the curator of this here spookatorium. For these doors are wonders and horrors, maybe even a laugh or two. From the dark corners on every street today, all back through recorded time. You'll hear music and tales of the unknown, mysterious, and perhaps even diabolical. That's right, folks. There are strange things beyond this threshold. But if you weren't curious, you wouldn't be here. So, will you take a chance and come on in? Or will you saddle up to the concession stand and always wonder what you may have missed? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Professor Grunsplatter's Spookatorium. There will be no refunds once you enter. Thank you for your attention, and the brave ones come with me. Going to end soon, and you will suffer.
Greetings, and welcome to episode 33 of Professor Gruntsplatter's Spookatorium. I am your host, Professor Gruntsplatter. Today's show opened with Archangel Firespawn from Dave Drelian from his Fall of Man release. And for my money, he may have the angriest kick drum out there. Uh, following that was Hexmere, and that track was just entitled Three. That's from the Ode Versa release. And just before I came on was Meta Device with Tears of Eros. And I want to take care of a little business before I forget, because I realized the other day I usually forget to say any of this promotional stuff. So first of all, thanks to those of you who are listening. I appreciate it very much. Um, It's been a good mix of downloads between the U.S. and Europe, and even as far flung as South Africa and Southeast Asia. If my geography is correct, I think it was around the Bangladesh area. But um, the show is available on numerous podcast platforms like iTunes, Stitcher, Podvine, Google Podcasts, and a bunch of others. And I'm still putting it on Mixcloud. Uh, I also make a video version that I put on the Cryonic Mind YouTube channel. And the video isn't just me sitting in front of my computer, but it's not just a static image either. I put up the album covers and track titles for each song as it plays. And if I'm talking about a book, I'll put the cover up for that so it's easier to keep track of things you hear that you like. However you are finding the show, uh, if you like or subscribe or follow or release balloons or whatever it is that the platform allows you to do, that helps make it more visible to the tendrils of the internet algorithms and um, it gets recommended to people more. So I would appreciate that. Uh, There's also a Spookatorium website. It is spookatorium.org. And if you want to get in touch, um, the email address is spookatorium at gmail.com. The little bit of feedback I've gotten has been very kind, and I know some of you have found some new music to chase down. So thank you again for spending some time here. I do appreciate it. Um, This next track is a project I really don't know anything about. Um, This is Mayfair Grin. Uh, with a track called Whitest Ashes, and this appeared on the Somniloquies Volume 1 compilation released by Parasomnic Records in 2003.
That was Dilive with uh, the track Ghoul. Uh, before that, we had Cyclic Amp with Caress, and that's from their remastered collection of their work called Shrapnel in the Toy Shop. And opening the set was Mayfair Grin with Whitest Ashes. The timeline and origins for the Kickapoo Show are somewhat muddled. The New England Historical Society has says it was founded in 1879. However, the museum, U.S. Museum of American History and the Smithsonian state that it started in 1919. Founded by two men that went by Colonel Healy and Texas Charlie, I'm getting my wallet out already, uh, John Healy had a history of shady ventures that included door-to-door sales of vanishing cream, a King of Pain liniment, and an Irish minstrel show before he met a fiddler in Baltimore named Dr. E.H. Flagg and helped him peddle his own Flagg's instant relief. In 1879, the name was changed to Kickapoo Indian Oil and they hired Texas Charlie Bigelow to take it on the road. Kickapoo Oil was a patent medicine sold through traveling medicine shows and along the way they would leave some with the town pharmacies. The mythology around the nostrum was built heavily on Native American secrets, uh, with the company claiming it was derived under the name Sagua, and the ingredients were gathered by local tribes from the region around what the company called the Principal Wigwam, which was their office in the Northeast, and the office moved from Connecticut to Boston to Providence at times. Um, But perhaps a tip-off here, uh, because the Kickapoo tribe was in Oklahoma, and the performers traveling with the show were Iroquois from New York and Quebec and wherever they could lure someone from a different medicine show to come work for them. Uh, The bottle played up that Native American angle, and their medicine show included a quote-unquote tribal medicine man mixing up the elixir. Uh, Their reputation grew such that it eventually got name-checked in the wildly popular Little Abner comic, Um, At one stage, there was over 800 Native Americans that spent the winter at the principal wigwam living in nearby buildings. They were given room and board and $30 a month for their performances. But in 1911, under the Pure Food and Drug Act, the FDA, which had been properly founded in 1906, took a look at the alleged remedy and determined that it was not able to do anything to help toothaches, headaches, sore throats, chillibalanes, frostbites, cuts, burns, sprains, bruises, neuralgia, and rheumatic pains, as the bottle claimed. They also found that it was largely made from molasses and Jamaican rum, and the two were fined $25. Kickapoo oil eventually disappeared from the shelves, and the shows dwindled after that, and they eventually sold the company for somewhere between $250,000 and $500,000. This may be where the second set of dates comes from, uh, with the new owners picking it up probably somewhere in 1919, like uh, the Smithsonian and and others said. Um, Funnily enough, the name lives on. While researching this, I found a brewery in Wisconsin that has a black lager that they call Kickapoo Oil.
That was The Criminal World with Blood Money from their We Spilled Blood for Money release. Uh, before that was The Elixir in the Stone from Black Lung. And opening the set was Medicine from Grotus off of the Slow Motion Apocalypse release. A quick disclaimer, this show is not monetized on any platform. The music I play is from my own collection, and I'm playing it because I like it and I want to give it some exposure. If a band has an issue with being included on the show, you can email me at spookatorium at gmail.com, and I can see about removing you. If you hear ads on the show, it's not because I'm making money off it. It is likely because of a copyright action from an artist. I am just doing this to amuse myself.
That set started with loss and a letter that will never be sent from the 3-inch CDR of the same name that came out in 2004. Uh, after that was Gold with Shapeless from their No Image album. And the last track there was Glass into Sand from Moss Harvest from uh, his Ferric Memory release. And that is about going to do it for this episode. Thank you for listening. Uh, as always, to end, I'm going to break my rule of not playing my own music on here. This is a track from Snag Tharda. My late wife wrote the music and plays the instruments on this track, and I do some electronics and drum programming. Uh, she passed away two years ago this coming week. Um, uh, this track is called On Remembering. Mm-hmm.